Hi everyone, this is Empress Constance, and tonight I have the extreme pleasure of sitting down with the one and the only Mistress Ryan from AlphaFemdomPhoneSex.com. Hi, Miss Ryan. You know, I have to tell you, you did a wonderful job with that mouthful of a blog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like things stuffed in my mouth, right? I thought we had bitches for that. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. How are you tonight? I am fantastic. How are you? I am all the better for being able to spend some time with you. Oh, aren't you sweet? You just say that because I gave you a mouthful. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I know which side my bread's buttered on. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump right into these questions. Fantastic. How long have you been doing phone sex for? I have been doing phone sex, and this is not a lie, since April the 1st, 2007. Wow, you know the exact day. I do. I know the exact day because it was April Fool's Day. Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. Yes. Very cool. And how much of that time have you spent with LDW? I started with LDW on November the 1st of the same year, 2007. Oh, very cool. Yes. So I've been with LDW, what, eight years? That sounds about right. It feels mm -hmm. right. Sounds right and it feels right. Well, you know, as long as it feels right, you should keep doing it. <laughs> yes. Um, and what would you say your style is? What would I say it is? I would say I'm the sweetest thing on the face of the planet, but no one would ever believe me. I would say that I am the nicest, gentlest, kindest woman ever to be born, but that would be a bald-faced lie. <laughs> I think everybody right now is like, what? <laughs> I would say I'm fairly strict. I'm, I'm not vicious. I'm not mean, but I do have an expectation. That if I tell you to do something, you're going to do it. And I've been, you know, involved with fetish and domination and submission for 20 some odd years. So my style is definitely strict with a bit of playful. Very cool. I can be nice, but you have to ask very, very nicely. Well, that's good information for them to have. <laughs> now, where at in your home do you like to take your calls? I have a cute little studio set up in one of the spare rooms in the house. And it's, it's clear over on the other side of the house from everyone else. And I have a comfy chair and I have my, my little setup. And it's, it's nice. Although for the last month or so I'm I'm not actually able to be in my office doing my calls but you know it, it, it's a nice area to get in there eventually well I hope you get in soon I like getting into places yes you do all right do you have a set schedule oh god no <laughs> once upon a time I did um, I you know I, I tend to work later in the evening so you can usually catch me up until about three in the morning East Coast time um, as far as when I start it, it varies significantly usually no later than about five o'clock at night 
Okay, good to know. And do you accept appointments? With a 24-hour notice ahead of time, absolutely. Very good. And what are some of your favorite calls to do? I absolutely adore strap-on and humiliation. I just find something absolutely thrilling about it with a little bit of cum eating, but that goes hand in hand with the humiliation, I think. Yes. And, and very, very yummy. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> From what I hear, I mean, it's, I actually enjoy cum eaters a lot. So they're yummy. I, I love cum eaters. I, I don't know that I like the taste of cum, but I adore cum eaters. <laughs> Oh, that sounded like I'm a cum eater. Oh, my God. Yes, it did. That's why I was like, okay, if that's the word you want to put out there, I, I will never stop you from saying anything you'd like. Okay, I'm going to have to shit. I'm just going to move along because I ain't slurring you. me. Okay. See, Are... I can get anybody to confess anything. Right? You can... <laughs> True or not, I can get you to, con right. to admit it. <laughs> All right. Are there any type of calls that you do not take? Not really. I, I will pretty much, um, aside from, you know, the obvious ones that, that I, I really find distasteful, um, if it's illegal, I'm probably not going to talk about it. But outside of that, I'm, I'm fairly open-minded. Very cool. What is one of the craziest things you were ever told or maybe you told someone to do or maybe even seen on a webcam? <laughs> <laughs> one of the funniest things I ever saw on a webcam, I was doing a, at the time it was Yahoo, it wasn't even Skype. No, no, it was Skype. I apologize. It was Skype. I was doing a call with a gentleman who wanted to do guided masturbation and you know this was one of our first calls we we didn't really know each other all that well yet and we were sitting there and and he was you know getting into to his stroking and we were having this conversation and i was watching him on cam and lovely man and all of a sudden out of nowhere i see these two little black ears come poking down upside down across the cam <laughs> and a cat had had come up behind his laptop and was looking down at the camera. So I'm sitting there staring at a cat. <laughs> and I said something to him and he's very embarrassed. You know, he, he said, oh, God, I'm so sorry. So he, he picks the cat up. He puts the cat down on the floor, lays back down, getting back into it. Sure enough, a minute, minute and a half later, here comes the cat again. <laughs> that bloody cat got onto the Skype cam three times before we just finally gave up. We, we just gave up on the idea that there was going to be any type of masturbation happening. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. So I, I got to see pussy, which I liked, but you know, it wasn't necessarily the kind of pussy that I would, I would want to see on gown. Exactly. It was a, very, it was a beautiful cat. <laughs> you just can't keep the pussy from throwing itself at you. Can you? Hey, you know, I will always take pussy every day of the week and twice on Sunday. I can't help it that I'm exceptionally well hung for a lesbian. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> do you like two mistress calls? I do. 
I very much enjoy two mistress calls because it's nice to have somebody that you can bounce off of, somebody that, you know, especially if it's somebody that has an established relationship with another mistress or has an established relationship with me and, and you know, vice versa, where you're introducing somebody new and you get to experience that thrill of it being something new. Very well said. Yes. And who are some of your go-to ladies for a two-mistress call? Um, Mistress Tia is probably my absolute favorite because she and I work very well together. Um, but I wouldn't really say that there's anybody that I don't enjoy doing calls with because no matter who you're getting on the phone, you know, their style is going to complement my style. And sometimes, you know, it complements it by being very similar, like similar. Apparently, my tongue doesn't want to work today. I apologize. Um, if it's someone that has a style very similar to my own, like Miss Cassandra, you know, where it's, it's you know, you have that balance of, of strict or if it's someone completely polar opposite. Um, who did I did a, do a call with recently? Fiona. Miss Fiona, I, I did a two mistress call with her very recently, and her style is, is radically different from mine, but it worked because, you know, where I was aggressive, she was sweet. And it was interesting to make him do all manner of very naughty things. Yeah. <laughs> all right. These next two questions are very similar, um, so I'll ask them together. Do you have any hobbies, and what do you do when you're not taking calls? Recently, that has changed. Um, my hobbies are, no one is going to believe you, first of all. So I'd, I'd like everyone to know, yes, this really is Mistress Ryan. I knit a lot. Wow. And I do sort of um, experiment in the kitchen. I love baking. And when I, I find myself in a, in a position where I'm trying to work something out or if I'm trying to relax... I will bake something. And so those are two things that I do as, as a hobby. Um, I also read voraciously. And as far as what I do when I'm not taking calls, I've recently embarked on an adventure of doing some customized audios for audiobooks that I'm trying to get myself, I guess you could say, established with. So that sucks up pretty much all of my free time. That's awesome, though. Yes. So somebody will be able to buy an audiobook and say, hey, I know that voice. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Suddenly the, the surge of purchases of audiobooks have just gone through the roof. <laughs> Everyone's trying to find Mrs. Ryan. No, that's not her voice. No, that's not her voice. <laughs> Amazon shut down. Mr. Stein yes. shut down Amazon. <laughs> we don't know what happened. There was this sudden influx of traffic. We don't know where it came from. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite sex toy to use on yourself? I don't use sex toys. I never have. Really? I Yeah, no. I've I've never had an interest in using them. It just never appealed to me. Because for me, my sexuality has always been driven by power. Okay. It's, it's not necessarily sexually based, but it's, it's very erotic to be in control. And so sex toys don't really factor into that. 
at least not using them on myself. Using them on other people, I, I have a rather wide and varied collection. <laughs> well, that's the next question. What's your favorite sex toy to use on a partner? My favorite strap-on, which I believe has a cult following at this point. <laughs> I think it does too. Yes. Um, the, the very large granite strap-on is, is absolutely my favorite. And probably many others too. Well, you know, even if they like it or not, it's still my favorite. And it's all about what I want, isn't it? Exactly. And this next question seems quite pointless to even ask you, but I'm going to ask you. Have you ever been with a woman? No, never. I've <laughs> never been with a woman. I'm, I'm, I am unexperienced in the ways of sapphic love. Just don't tell my wife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have very happily been involved with my wife now for, oh God, 14 years. Aww. Yes. Because she and I met in 2001 and we moved in together in 2002 and we've been together ever since. And might I add, she's awesome. She is awesome because she has very large boobs and she makes coffee. <laughs> And what more could a woman ask for in a wife, you yeah. know? And she, she misses all the ladies of LDW. I'm, I'm sure probably some people might remember her and some people won't. But my wife was a dispatcher for LDW for a while. And she always loved interacting with everyone, whether they were callers or, or mistresses. And so she wanted me to make sure that I told everyone that Melissa says hello. Oh, tell her we love her and miss her. No, I'm not going to tell her that. I can't what? tell you that other people love her. All right. She might, you know, get smart and leave me. And then what would I do? <laughs> That's never going to happen. We'll tell her that she's missed. I, I will absolutely tell her that she is missed and very much loved. Thank you. All right. What is your favorite way to let loose and have a good time? Oh, God. I don't think I ever do let loose. I mean, I, I have a good time. I like going out to... Um, Melissa and I will usually take off for a weekend. Uh, we're actually planning to get away for the weekend in a couple of weeks, and we just sort of detach from everything. No cell phones, no computers, nothing. Just go away, just her and I, and, you know, drink coffee and read great literary works. Yes, that's it exactly. <laughs> like the two angels that you are. Absolutely. The two completely innocent you know, genteel women that we are. Stop it before the lightning strikes us both, okay? <laughs> well, I know I'm not going to hell. Satan still hasn't let go of that restraining order yet, and the bitch can't look me in the eye. <laughs> okay. All right, here's a good one. Use one word to describe yourself. Brilliant. Oh, very nice. All right. I'm going to change this question for you, unless you want to answer it as it is. Um, but if it were you and only one woman or man left on this earth, who would you want it to be and why? Jason Momoa. Wow. Why him? I, I, because I want to fuck him in the arse so badly. <laughs> I have wanted, ever since he was on, oh God, what was that show? Baywatch Night. 
I have wanted to grab hold of those dreads and just ride him like a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they've heard anything like that on a mistress interview before. (laughs) Thank you for being the one and only. (laughs) I mean, it would be nice to have my wife there and, you know, but if it's really just going to be anyone, it's, it's going to be him. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Don't tell my wife. Uh-huh. Don't tell him because he might not ever be the same knowing that you want to do that to him. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to bring his wife, I'm okay with that as well. Because I, uh, yeah. Anyway, moving right along, I might need a moment alone after this. <laughs> All right. Do you see normal everyday things in new kinky ways because of your work? Oh, absolutely, I do. I, I look at every, you know how the, they have that, that meme on the internet that says everyone has that one friend who can make a sexual innuendo out of anything? Oh, yeah. That's me. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I, you know, just walking through the produce section of, you know, the grocery store, I could make several inappropriate comments. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I can totally hear it. Absolutely. All right. Speaking of produce, what's your favorite food? coffee <laughs> is that really a food though it sustains me it's coffee it's it, it provides some base nutritional value okay fine if if we have to pick a real food um good pizza fair enough and which means i would have to go back to boston to get it right i was just gonna say i don't think you're gonna find any here no, no, I've not had good pizza in three years. Oh, it's dreadful. It it's is. it's like I'm being teased and denied by pizza joints. And 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 the northerners, they just don't understand our pain. They just don't get it. They don't. It's awful. They mock us, and then we <laughs> laugh at them when they have a hundred and eight inches of snow on the ground. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you couldn't have gotten out any time sooner. Is all I got to say. <laughs> oh, I know. I know it's awful. I, I, you know, when I first moved down here, I had said to everyone back north, you know, the first year I'm going to gloat. I'm, I'm absolutely going to gloat. And then I promise I won't do it again. You know, because when you first come down, you know, getting used to the, the summer and, and the, the not really having anything but warm, temperate weather, especially because I'm so far south. Um, you know, I, I had said the first year I'm going to gloat. And, and then I promise you, I won't say anything else. But then last winter happened, and I just couldn't help myself. I mean, that, you know, that's an opportunity of a lifetime. You don't not gloat when they've got 108 fucking inches of snow on the ground. And it's 75 degrees, and I'm sitting by the pool with a cup of coffee. (laughs) It's true. Can't help it. Exactly. Although, like I said, then they mock me by going to pizza joints and sending me pictures of pizza. (sighs) now I want pizza all right we already know this I'm pretty sure we know this and if you unless you've been you know I don't know under a rock for the better part of this interview um you should know the answer what is your favorite drink vodka No, I, I think anyone that has known me for longer than a minute knows that I am absolutely a coffee hound. I I love my coffee. But not crap coffee. I, I, I can't stand crap coffee. I, I have to have good coffee. There we go. 
good yes. coffee. That's what you deserve. Exactly. So anyone sends me Starbucks coffee, I'm going to bend you over and do dreadful things to somebody else while you watch. <laughs> she has said it. Yes. All right. If you could pick one thing that's currently on your wish list right now, what one thing would you want the most? Oh, God, I don't even know what's on my wish list these days. <laughs> um, I've not updated it in a while, but I would imagine there's probably either a pair of slippers or sheets. I am an absolute sucker for good sheets. You can never have too many good sheets, can you? Absolutely not. And since I have a full-size bed, a twin-size bed, and a super king bed, I am drowning in sheets. Wow. A lot of different size beds. Well, I have seven animals. They don't let me sleep in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I, I'm so sorry. Did you think the sheets were for me? No. They're for <laughs> the animals. I have a sleeping bag that they allow me to sleep in. <laughs> I am an exceptionally well-trained pet parent. Apparently. I realize where my place is. I have the opposable thumbs. They allow me to live here because I open the canned food. Exactly. <laughs> Without them, forget it. You're out. Exactly. You know, if, if my cats ever develop opposable thumbs, I'm, I'm out on the streets. Exactly. <laughs> there was actually a commercial um, over in the UK several years ago that made fun of, you know, the, the, the fact that if cats developed opposable thumbs, it was the funniest bloody commercial I'd ever seen in my life. It was for some creamery over there or, or some dairy. And it they made, you know, basically talking about if cats had thumbs, humans would be useless. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's how cats feel. It is. It, it absolutely is. I, I realize that I am, you know, so far below them on the totem pole that they, they only recognize me. Because I am she who opens the Gucci food. <laughs> All right. Rank in the order of importance the traits you like the most in a submissive man. Respect, loyalty, generosity, and obedience. Obedience, loyalty, respect, generosity. Actually, no. No. I'm sorry. Obedience, respect, loyalty, generosity. I want you to obey me and I want you to respect me. And if you respect me, you'll be loyal to me. Very well said. All right. Our next set of questions are from Cannibal. Okay. From Enchantrix Empire. So never know what you're going to get with them. Um, the first one is a three-parter. So I'll okay. ask you all three at once. All right. When was the last time you were violent? Were you in the right? And would you do it again? You know, I've never been violent. Really? Mm -hmm. Like for uh, real, you're not just pulling my leg. No, I've I've never been. I've never had to be. I can see that. I get it. I I typically stay away from situations and people where I would have a need to be violent. That's, you're a very smart woman. <laughs> no, I'm just bloody lucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But no, I've 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 yeah no I'm I'm trying to think and I've never. I have never been violent. You're a better woman than I am. Oh, I doubt that entirely. <laughs> what does the phrase, the dark side of the moon, mean to you? It means I'm going to have pudding. 
I automatically think of Pink Floyd, and then I automatically think of the wall, and then I just think of that phrase, you can't have any pudding if you don't eat your meat. <laughs> and you're getting some damn pudding. Bloody right I am. <laughs> but I'm getting good pudding. I'm I'm getting, like, Yorkshire pudding. I'm I'm not getting this Americanized crap pudding. I want a good, solid British pudding. Oh, come on. There's nothing like a little J-E-L-L-O. I think that creeps me out more than anything else on the face of the planet, to be honest. <laughs> Jello terrifies me. I can't stand it. No. No, I, I, because to me, when I think of pudding, I think of, you know, savory foods. I think of Yorkshire pudding. Okay. I, I, I don't think of, you know, like the sweetened Americanized Jello pudding cup things. <laughs> Oh, God, now I can't get that image out of my head. Ugh. All right, I'll ask you something else. Maybe that'll... Yes, quickly, because I... Okay. All right. Are you frightened of dying? Yes. You are? Yes. Okay. I don't know if you know how I got started in phone sex. Um, to make a very long story somewhat short, I had a heart attack at 32. And I was very stressed out and I was working absolutely like crazy and I wound up in hospital and I didn't know I was having a heart attack and this 12 year old boy because I am convinced that the doctor was 12 it was like Doogie Hauser. um he looked at me and he said you're having a myocardial infarction I said I'm having a what he said you're having a heart attack I said I can't be having a heart attack I'm only 32 he's well and so that made me reevaluate what I was doing and made me reevaluate my life. And unfortunately, at that same time, Melissa got very, very sick. And we've since, you know, Im improved drastically. But I am terrified that I'm going to die before I manage to get everything I want to get done, done. Oh. So. Well, thank you for your honesty. Absolutely. Now that I've brought everybody down and depressed everyone, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I think that shows them a different side of you, that's all. Yes, it, it shows them the sensitive, soft, you know, nurturing side of me, and said the spider to the fly. And then, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the next one's a two-parter. I'll ask you both at once. Okay. Are you worried about going mad slash crazy, and have you ever gone mad? You know, no. I've I've never I've never gone mad or crazy, and I can't imagine a situation where I ever would. You do realize that crazy people never admit that they are crazy or mad, and that maybe that's what's going on. The voices in my head dispute what you say. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we took a collective poll, and they've decided you're wrong. All right, last one from Cannibal. Do you crave or lust for money? Of course I do. Who doesn't want money? I, well, crave, no. I like having it, obviously. I'd, I'd like to have enough of it to make my, my wife comfortable. But lust for it, no. Because if you say you lust for something, that gives somebody else control over you. And nobody has control over me. Very good point. Very good point. All right. The next one is a question. It's really they're asking for some advice from Jizzhead, 
All right. On Enchantrix Empire. It's a little long, so bear with me. All right. I, I shall brace myself accordingly. <laughs> How do I convince my wife to let me spend more money on another mature metal chastity device? The one I have doesn't fit very well. It's my fault because I didn't measure correctly when I ordered it. My wife says I'm too picky. It's a waste of money, and I should just wear the one I have. But I want it to fit right, otherwise it won't work properly. I thought about ordering one secretly and just switching them out, but she might be able to tell the difference in size. I don't know. What's your advice? You have to buy one that fits properly. Because otherwise you're just defeating the purpose of actually having one. So I would suggest that you beg your wife and that you offer to pay off the balance to her in some sort of barter or trade. Great advice. Yes. You know, for every two hours that you spend massaging your wife's feet, she'll give you a dollar towards your chastity device. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Absolutely. Spend three hours worshipping her pussy, you can earn five (laughs) dollars. And that's just the way it is. Absolutely. You're the one who screwed up. I didn't say that you weren't going to have to pay for it. Exactly. Exactly. Betty never does that again. Exactly. Either that or, you know, just make him so afraid of ever getting an erection that he wouldn't need the chastity device. But that's an entirely different conversation. (laughs) Indeed it is. (laughs) All right. Our next group of questions is from BFLA from... Um, Enchanted Empire, you might also know him as Writer Boy. Mm-hmm. Is your non-LDW personality any different than the way you are on the phone with callers? And if so, how? I am the picture of innocence and, <laughs> you know, ladylike, genteel. I'm very submissive. <laughs> I do everything I'm told. What the fuck you do? Ask my cats. They'll tell you. <laughs> that Your cats may be the only thing you're submissive to on this planet. <laughs> I, I think you're right. No, my, my personality is, is no different from one to the next. This is me in, in all of my flaws and my glory. I would agree with that. All right. Do you think of yourself as a femdom in the rest of your life? Why or why not? Absolutely. I've identified as being an alpha female since I was probably 13 years old. I've always been very dominant and very aggressive. And I was lucky enough that when I was 18, I became involved with a fetish group that was local to me in Boston. And that enabled me to really explore my sexuality. And I've identified as being a femdom pretty much from the get-go. Very good. All right. Name one thing about yourself you think would surprise people. That I knit. I'm very domestic. Is it the knitting thing? (laughs) It it really is. I'm I'm frighteningly domestic. I think. I mean, I'm I'm you know the big bad femdom with the huge strap on knitting booties. (laughs) And I dare you to get that mental image out of your head. (laughs) I don't think it ever will go away. (laughs) The next time I see you, I'll bring you booties. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> They'll be little and pink and soft. Because I'm such a delicate flower myself. Well, no, because the only yarn I have right now is pink and soft. <laughs> because I'm making a baby blanket for my niece. Aww. Yes. She's going to be a year old next Aww. week. So. Sweet. 
Yes. Yeah, so all I have is pink yarn. So, you know, anything that I make is going to be pink. It has nothing to do with your softness. It's all about, you know, I'm, I'm, I may have overestimated the amount of yarn that I was going to need. <laughs> well, you'll have it for future projects. That's for sure. I can make little pink cock rings. There you go. There you go. And, <laughs> and, and that will help. That will help Jiz's head. I can make him, you know, a, a chastity device out of soft pink yarn. <laughs> You could have made a killing during the winter making little penis sleeves, you know, Absolutely. for their peckers. Absolutely. Make, you know, little ball sacks. Absolutely. <laughs> it's winter in New England. Keep your balls toasty. Exactly. All right. What traits and colors interest or excite you the most and not sexually excite? Oh, God. Intelligence. I, I want to be able to have a conversation with somebody. I mean, yes, I, I obviously enjoy being, you know, the big, bad, domineering bitch. But being able to have a conversation with somebody, I think, is is very arousing. Because if I, if I learn something new, then that's exciting for me. Right. Very nice. All right. And it's very similar to that one. What traits do you look for or think are most compatible with you for someone to become a regular client of yours? Obedience. Ooh. I guess she I, I, do. I, I will absolutely, you know, I can be the nicest person on the face of the planet. I really can. You know, all joking aside, everyone laughs about, you know, how strict I can be. But I really can be the nicest person on the planet, provided you understand that if I tell you to do something, I expect you to obey it. And if you don't, then there are consequences for that. I think that's fair. And you know who just came in? The lovely Melissa just came in. She's poking her head in, wondering what the bloody hell I'm doing. <laughs> hi, Melissa. Constance says, hi, Melissa. I don't know that you can hear from. I from heard her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And now all the dogs have come in and they're all staring at me, trying to figure out why I'm in here. <sighs> so now you have all of the dogs, but none of the cats because the cats are elitist bitches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Um, do your family and close friends know you work in the vote sex business? Why or why not? They do actually. I've I've never made any bones about what I do because I don't necessarily think that there's any shame in what I do. You know, what I do is provide an opportunity and an outlet for people who maybe don't have anyone else in their life to talk about this thing that they have, whether it's a fetish, a desire, you know, a, a question about chastity, whatever it is, there's nobody else in their life that can answer that question in that moment. And I provide that outlet to them. And I don't think there's any shame in that. I couldn't agree with you more. Plus, I really like fucking men in the arse. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How long do you see yourself staying a phone sex mistress? Do you see yourself leaving for other pursuits? And what would, if anything, would make you leave? Oh, I'll stay a phone sex mistress as long as they'll have me. Yay. Because, to like I said, to me... What I'm doing is I'm providing, I mean, I, I, I know it sounds very elitist and I really don't mean it to, but I can remember when I was, you know, too young to go to the sex clubs and I was too young to ask anybody questions. There was nobody for me to talk to. 
And that feeling was awful. And I would never want somebody else to have that. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm the phone sex guru by any stretch of the imagination. I don't know all, most, not all. <laughs> but for me, to be able to provide that to someone is very enriching for me. And so I'll, I'll keep doing this as, as long as somebody will talk to me. And that's good news for all of us. And, you know, as long as somebody bends over and, you know, they might have to ease themselves back on my strap on if I become very frail. But, you know, I, I feel fairly confident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, go I'm going to be the little old lady in the nursing home with the walker with the strap on on front. Right. And, and the headset on. <laughs> Absolutely. The headset and, 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 and the strap on. And I'm going to be poking the orderlies in the arse. <laughs> Go get my pudding, you bitch. <laughs> All right. And you already kind of answered this question, but how did you get into the phone sex business? Had a heart attack, almost died, decided I didn't want to work for anybody else ever again. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm sad that that happened to you. It's unfortunate that happened to you. The but, circumstances itself happening were sad, but the outcome was, was very exactly. happy. Exactly. It's excellent for all of us. We all benefit because of it. Absolutely. All right. Our next set of questions come from Steph from Enchantrix Empire. The first one was, when was the first time you made love in the backseat of a car? Have you seen my legs? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. I barely fit in the back of a station wagon. <laughs> Trying to get all 36 and a half inches of my legs around somebody in the backseat of a car? No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> well, if there's going to be a reason for you not to have sex in the backseat of a car, extra long, gorgeous, sexy legs is definitely the right one to have. Absolutely. I've fucked people on the hood of a car, but never in the back seat. Actually, no, that's not true. That is not true. I just lied to you. I have kind of had sex in the back seat of a car. I had the back I had the back door open and I had her face down across the seat and I was fucking her from behind. So I wasn't in the car, but she was sort of half in the car. Does that count? I think it counts. Okay, then fantastic. <laughs> it it was maybe about fifteen years ago. Okay. <laughs> it was just before I met Melissa. All right. And what was your most memorable date? Hmm. You promise you won't tell my wife. <laughs> um, yes, I promise. <laughs> I dated a man for a very brief second. What? I did. I was actually engaged. I almost married Wait a, a minute. Man. Wait a minute. Knitting? Uh-huh. You dated and, a man? He, this is not he, Ryan. No, it is. I promise. I, I, for, for about half a minute, I was very confused and I, I dated a penis. Wow. Almost, almost married him. Um, thankfully I came to my senses, right. but, um, no, it, it was, it was during a, a very confusing period in, in my very early twenties when, you know, I was still trying to please everyone in my life and I hadn't really come out of the closet. Um, and he was trying to be very romantic and he knew that I had always wanted to go to the top of the empire state building and I had never been now keep in mind, the reason I had never been is because I am paralyzed with fear of heights, Aww. but he didn't take that into consideration. 
So he booked this whole weekend. He took me to New York by train. It was in the winter. We went to uh, Radio City Music Hall. We saw the Rockettes. We walked down Fifth Avenue. We saw all the all the shop windows lit up for Christmas. And then he took me to the Empire State Building. And he had already bought the tickets to go up to the very top of the building. And I couldn't say no because he had put all of this effort into doing it. And so we get on the elevator and it's three elevators that you have to take right. to get up to the top. And I, I was okay in the first elevator. Second of elevator, I broke out into a little bit of a sweat. <laughs> By the third elevator, I had my fingernails dug into his forearm. <laughs> And I had a full bore sweat going down my face. I don't remember getting off the elevator. I don't remember the top of the Empire State Building. Aww. So paralyzed with fear. And he wanted to take a picture. Because he thought this was going to be this wonderfully romantic gesture. <laughs> I will never forget that because I literally, I'm probably the only person on the face of the planet that's been to the top of the Empire State Building stone cold sober and don't remember a single second of it. <laughs> wow. Well, I can see why that's the most memorable date then. Yes, because I don't remember a single thing about it. <laughs> we, we broke up shortly after that. <laughs> well, Melissa's lucky that you did then, huh? Yes, and Melissa has never tried to take me up anywhere, you know, past a second floor. So we're good. Good. Good deal. <laughs> All right. The last one from Steph. If you could be any female singer, past, present, or future, who would you be and why? Janice Joplin, because that bitch had balls. Ow! I love that answer. She did her own thing. She did what she wanted to do. Granted, she was high as a kite most of the time, but we'll just forget about that bit. Uh, but she could sing and she lived life by her own rules. And I absolutely admire the balls on that woman. Awesome. All or right. the tits, as they say. <laughs> tits, balls, she had them both. Yeah, there you go. All right, so the next few things are just basic information questions. We already know that your blog is alphafemdomphonesex.com. Are yes. you on Yahoo or Skype? I am on Skype. I'm on Skype as Mistress Ryan, all one word, M-I-S-T-R-E-S-S-R-Y-A-N. But there's a codicil. I am not signed into Skype unless we are having a session, and I am not taking Skype sessions probably until the end of June because I've had an injury, and unfortunately I'm, I'm not able to text right now. But hopefully by the end of June, we'll have it all sorted and I'll be back on Skype. Awesome. And what about social media? Are you on Tumblr or Twitter? Well, my Alpha Femdom phone sex actually is a Tumblr account. Oh, okay. So that, that sort of goes hand in hand with each other. And on Twitter, I am Mistress Ryan, all one word. Awesome. Well, Miss Ryan, I knew this would be a great interview, and I can't thank you enough for sitting down and doing this with me. Is there anything else you wanted to share with the listeners? Oh, God, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't they heard enough? It's, they've listened to me talk for, what, an hour now? Close to it, yep. Yeah, I, I think even I would get sick of my voice after an hour. Nah. <laughs> nah. No, that's not true. 
I, you know what? I just truly enjoy everyone. And I am so happy to have the opportunity to be with everyone and chat with everyone and, you know, sometimes be goofy with everyone. But remember, at the end of the day, I do still expect obedience. And you deserve it. Absolutely. Because I have the big strap on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. If you would like to speak to Mistress Ryan one-on-one, you can reach her at 1-800-601-7259.